you need to go do it real quick or no? I don't, like, I don't like it. It's too awkward a position for me to try and close. Whatever. It's fine. All right. So I want to, I want to get this thing going hot off the top with Mike. You finally watched inside Bo Burnham's mm-hmm. new, uh, special on Netflix. Yep. What do you what do you got? What are your thoughts? I guess I mean we we've all watched it now, so like no holds barred here. If you don't want any bits or pieces for some reason spoiled on Bo Burnham, then you know skip ahead, skip ahead a couple minutes. But Mike, go ahead. Yeah, it was good. What uh, what were your like? So for me, like I'm gonna sit here and flat out just say like to me this is a fucking masterpiece. Like this is like a, I think an important piece of whatever you want to describe it as, like whether you want to describe it as a comedy special or a musical comedy or whatever you want to describe this as, I think whatever category you want to put that in, I think this is an essential piece of, of art media that, you know, you should, you should consume if you haven't yet. Would you Uh, praise it that high Mike or no? Um, I don't know if I would go that high. It was definitely very impressive. You want to watch it? immediately again afterwards i didn't do or that have, or have you been like thinking about it because like after i watched it i like wanted to watch it again immediately. and like i i just thought about it for like days afterwards i'm like i, gotta I keep mean, on watching this i i am legitimately crazy and i did watch it I'm, i that night that first night i watched it, i watched it again immediately right after i couldn't sleep i was like nope this is going right back on which is not normal i will fully own that I, that's not a normal response i think to really anything but uh have you listened to the songs since, Mike? Because now they're available at streaming services. Uh, so to start off by answering Todd's question, no, I didn't feel like watching immediately afterwards. I did real. I was really impressed by for, by it from a very technical standpoint. Same, yeah. The fact that he did it all himself and like the editing was pretty good. For instance, I was kind of sitting there thinking to myself, like, how did he really write out? that one bit where he was doing a react video and he kept reacting to the video as it kept playing. <laughs> that, that one was very, very confusing to me too, to the point where it, I'm, uh, it must've been like a thing where he had the, like had the full idea planned out in his head and just recorded yeah. it in one shot. So like he was yeah. reacting to nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, yeah, the that's, that's the only thing. He had thing the time it right, yeah. right for everything. Like, I don't know. Um, I will so say I, he he must be good at or enjoy timing things out because I've since this has come out I've rewatched it I think five times at this point because I'm again a crazy yeah. person and uh, I've watched his other two standups that are on Netflix. Okay, and I didn't even watch those. He he does a lot of timed comedy that like for his other shows I don't know if he has someone else working. It, like a sound machine or something to line it up with what he's doing on stage. If not, he's like counting things out in his head or something or like paying attention to like some form of timestamps in his brain. Uh, but yeah, th- there's a few things. Cause I think with the, the song where he has the sock puppet too, that's yeah. another one where I'm pretty sure that's just fully recorded and he is moving his mouth and the socks mouth in in line with what is already recorded. You know what I mean? So no, it's like he, he I, had he, he had to like time the so- more importantly the socks hand like movements 
up to what he oh, did. I feel like he probably just recorded that separately to, to nail that vocal and everything. Well, that's know? what I'm saying. I think it's already recorded. And oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he yeah. is like, if so, if you watch again, a little ridiculous because I've watched this a couple times. If you watch that, that scene again, you can see that he slowly keeps like at certain points looking off screen, not at the sock. So he must have like, he must have recorded just him doing it once and then like is kind of mimicking or something, watching it with his on a screen or something. Regardless of however he does all of these things, like you said, Mike, part of what is to me makes this a masterpiece is the technical part of it. Like if the te- if you removed some of these other things, music's still great, music's super catchy. I I'm really enjoying it. But I think if you remove some of these other elements, it wouldn't maybe necessarily be like a masterpiece. But all of this shit together to me is like, who else could fucking do this? Who who else would have the patience to do this? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, it does require a lot of dedication. Um, and I have not listened to a lot of the songs again. I think I might have. I think just because I saw them pop up on YouTube for me, I did rewatch uh, White Girls Instagram, uh, <laughs> White Woman's Instagram, and the internet song. I think those are the only two that I've rewatched yeah. just because they, they did pop up for me. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just rewatch this video. The the scenes for White Woman's Instagram that he does are crazy good. Like insanely oh, yeah. good. Like not only does he nail like blanket you know white woman Instagram, but like just just him creating and shooting all of those scenes for like, you know, arguably not a lot of screen time for a lot you know, of those all things. All he had to do was go to like top influencer accounts on Instagram and be like, oh. all right, this is just what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, to, like there, there were a lot of things like, and the third verse where it's him talking about a woman talking about her dead mom. Yeah. That's like weird to laugh at, I guess. But at the same time, I have seen people with those posts and like, I'm not trying to like shame people for doing that. Like I'm deal with death, whoever you want to deal with grieving. And I don't even think necessarily Bo is like saying like, you guys are fucking clowns for doing that. No, I actually, I actually think he made that a serious part of the song to like actually make up for everything he said in the beginning of the song. That's I, that's how I took it. Oh yeah, maybe I don't. Yeah. I could be wrong too. But I think it just, I think it just lends to, pretty much everything he does in that song, whether it's comedy or, or just making points about stuff. It's like, I've seen pretty much almost all of those posts in some form on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. Including the, 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 you know, dead mom one, which that scene in itself. Yeah, I know. I, it's like super laughing. It. I know <laughs> that scene in itself where like he, put those string those strip lights like all around the room like in the shape of a like in the shape of the room. House? Yeah. Yeah, in the shape of a house. At no point ever did I notice that those lights were used again at all in the special. So that means this motherfucker like had to go through the trouble of like nailing all of those up or whatever, however he stuck them up, which takes a long fucking time. And he did it for like that one specific little thing. Like there's so much little shit like that that just goes What did he say? Details. Did he say he did it for like over six months was it like i mean if if what he says in the special is the reality at one point in the special he says that he's been doing this for over a year or at the year mark or something i i I mean it would make sense if he did that because i mean 
COVID's been like a year and a half now at this point. So it's yeah. like, I, I don't know if he's done interviews or anything like since this has come out and like explaining more about the process. Cause if there is, I definitely need to go f- track it down. But, uh, I like, I want more about the processes that went into some of this stuff. Cause like, I'm, I'm very fascinated by this whole thing. And if it really did take place over the course of a year and it was like, if you notice there are points where his hair is shorter and his hair is longer and his beard is shorter and his beard is longer. And in the final song, there's, it seems like when he gets to the piano at first, it is potentially actually him like at the beginning of this process, like trying the song out for the first time because he does have shorter hair and he sits down and he's like, take one, maybe final song. We'll see whatever. And then he starts playing it. And then it's long hair, long beard singing like projected over that. So it's like, was that actually him a fucking year ago with short hair recording the song? And then like, this is oh, him I bet it was. now like yeah. that just that whole fucking duality to me is like if that is actually him like a year later doing that it's kind of fucking wild to me i, I just love like the transition of uh call me and i'll tell you a joke to call oh, me it's, you know and it's like so, you know, yes and then there's him in his most vulnerable state with the yes. fucking big light and it's like boom you're like whoa jesus it's it's you know? it's so good oh it's so fucking good i will say now that mike's seen it there's a so i think my favorite song is probably uh I think Dom is in the Twitch chat. Uh, uh, I since since Mike is watching now, I think my favorite song is uh, I believe on the album. It's I was calling it uh, "Hands Up," but the album calls it "All Eyes on Me." Yeah, that's a great. Are, song, are, yeah. are you familiar with the song, Mike, or no? I don't know which one that is offhand. It's like the second to last song. Uh, he the the middle of the song is him talking about how he took a break from comedy for five years. And then when he decided he was going to go back out, the fucking pandemic happened and he couldn't leave. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember at least the big, if I remember that, right. I I remember at least the beginning where you hear that, that audio clip of him saying like, Oh, you know, I took a break from comedy five years. I was going to start, here we go. January, 2020, I was going to start. And then the funniest thing happened. Yes. I don't remember how the song, song, I don't remember how the song actually goes, but I do remember that one. So, so that song to me, so, the second time that, or I guess the third time that I watched it, when I made Jen watch it, uh, I don't know if Dom is being facetious enough, but Dom said top five stand-ups. Unless he's trying to rehash last week's conversations, which was top five nonsenses. Maybe he's uh, asking you if it's your top five, and we already know yes. Yeah, oh, for sure, easy. Um, but I don't even know if I'd consider it stand-up. It's yeah, something same. different. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I don't even know if you could classify it as that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know what to classify it as. But anyways, that was the song that like I started crying and Jen was like, are you OK? Because to me, like it, given how that song is structured, where it's it's basically like uh, fucking get your hands up, all eyes on me, all eyes on me, uh, hands up. Hand, then he's then he says, like, hands down, pray for me, hands down pray for me and then he's like get your fucking hands up get up out of your seat all eyes on me all eyes on me and then he fucking talks about Yo. his his issue to me i'm like and then other lyrics in the song he he basically is saying this is how i interpret it as like he was like finally ready to go back out into the world and then he was forced back in and he's dealing with this like this this uh, struggle that he was already having and he was finally ready to accept his problems and move move on and then the world was like no definitely not um 
So it's like part of him is like, give me the attention, give it to me, but also like, no, I'm a troubled person, whatever. Um, I'm losing my fucking point right now because I'm looking over and seeing Dom say shit in here. Say something, say something. When the line, when you say the water's rising, I don't give a shit. I'm like, oh, someone gets me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was that whole like string of lines, you yes. know? Um, they say the world is dying, or whatever they, he goes into. Yeah, I'm like, yep. <laughs> uh, he says, he says, uh, they tell me the water's rising. Uh, I don't, give, I don't a give a shit. And then he's like, they say the world is ending. And then he's like, honey, it already, it already did. Yeah. Like yeah. the world is over. Um, there was something else he says in that song. And now I'm like losing my train of thought, but basically it hit hard with me because it felt like he was also coming to the point of like, uh, so, okay. So part of the song, he says like, um, we're going, where the fuck does he say? He says, we're going something. We're like, he, every- watches, he watched it five times. Yeah, I've watched it a lot. Uh, we're going where everyone knows who everyone is or something like that. So I interpret that as like, you're going home because you know, you like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I'm all over the place right now. I'm struggling right now. I don't want to, I don't want to go down this path. I've, I've ladies and through. gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 move on. <laughs> Anyways, this is another long intro about uh, Bo. 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 This is back to back Bo intros, actually. Right. Uh, anyways, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about Bo Burnham's inside too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I am your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening. Is the anime senpai himself? He's so fucking money, and he doesn't even know it. Mr. Michael Lazier, Mike, the big it? winner. Um, boy, I wish I wish I remembered anything from the movie Swingers, so I could respond to that. But I don't. <laughs> it wasn't a good movie. It was not a memorable movie. Todd has bad picks, right, Mike? You know. Oh wait, I... wait. Did, you, did, did, did anyone watch my pick for this month yet? Or no? We never no, talked it's... about it, so I don't know what it is. It's fucking <laughs> not even the full two weeks into the month. Uh, it's uh, I know. I feel like it's already over. I forget what it's called. The movie. The nice pick. guys. The nice guys. Oh, okay. I'll watch that later. Uh, rounding us out. Oh, tonight. and don't don't no 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 don't forget we also have uh the Disney daddy. What do we call him? <laughs> I don't know himself. Tom is here. He's, Dom is he's here. here. Dom is here, here in spirit, here in the <laughs> chat. He's he's watching along. But on the screen and in your ear holes is uh, rounding us out tonight. But the three the three player cast is uh, Todd Gary, the Monster Hunter Extraordinaire. How are you doing tonight, Todd? I'm good. I'm good. I want to put on bow now again. Now you get me thinking about I'm it. I'm gonna probably end up. I watched. I skimmed through it last night because uh, I wanted to just see certain parts. With uh, that's kind of what I've been doing recently too. Yeah. yeah, like I've I've watched it a full five times, and then I've skimmed through to watch certain things because like some of those songs. Like I think this would be an interesting. I I, w- I would want to see somebody who l- has listened to the to it but not watched it first and see if they liked it at all because I don't think you would enjoy it the same. Like, yeah, I feel absolutely like you need these visuals no. for a lot of these yeah. things for it to really kind of get hammered home. Plus, a lot of the stuff that you miss on the album version is like 
the obviously the visuals, but like the inter in between stuff that's like him fucking around with lights and like, you know, little things like that that I think just kind of add a little bit more context and texture to to the whole thing. Uh I uh, will Oh, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say so I remember while I was watching it, I'm like, okay, this is good. And again, from a technical standpoint, it was amazing. Yeah. And then from a comedy writing point, it was one of those things where I was watching, I'm like, yeah, that's clever. I like that. And like, it was like me nodding my head, critiquing it in that kind of way. Yeah. I can't remember what my first laugh out loud moment was, but I know I did laugh <clears throat> at um, him doing, like, pretending to do like a Twitch stream like yes. that. That was that pretty good. Get. I wasn't expecting that. Which one? Yeah. The crying one? Like, yeah, yeah, the crying one. Like, yeah. That so that's good. pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I would like that one. I feel like I feel like he got like the like the he he had like the right tone for the Twitch streamer. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he, the right tone. he sounded like a Twitch streamer. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, thanks, big big dog for the two month sub. Yeah, he did his research, you know. Like, yeah, it was it was great. Like, I would watch him stream fucking games if that's how he talked. Like, on that shit, <laughs> right. that would be great. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be doing a, a 35 sub month giveaway at the end at the end of the month. So, uh, you know, tune into that. Um, at, at one point, he was like describing the game. He was like, "Yeah, I, I like this game. You know, it's kind of on a two day. It's like a two D game. You know, it's kind of on a two yeah. D plane." I'm like, "This is fucking hilarious to me." So I good. part of me was hoping that when he said he was playing the game inside, I thought he was actually going to play the game inside. I was hoping that too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, because every time I hear him say "I'm inside," I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool, right. yeah. perfect chance." Um, you know when they when they like the light up the thing you need to go to, like I hate when they do that in games. Like, just let me find it. Let me find it. It's so good. Um. There, there was one other little thing about just like the presentation and technical aspect of it. It's towards the beginning where he's like explaining what's going on. It might be in between one of the songs where it's like half a second. It just cuts to like clean shaven short hair him with like a blue background and he just looks at the camera and then it goes back to like whatever like meltdown he's having. And it, like I don't know why that quick little scene like fucking it's like daggers into me like it like it hurts i feel it mm. i think also part of the reason why maybe i resonate with this is because like i also like fucking look like shit and let myself go and have all these fucking long hair now crazy guy looking like a fucking barbarian uh i don't know tiny tim tiny tim wake, wake up do you <laughs> know who tiny tim is from like scrooge <laughs> No, like, it's like, this is like, I'm dating myself, but he was like this dude who played like a ukulele. He looked like a Tim Burton character, but like, you're starting to grow his hair now at this point. Yeah, I don't know what I, I, I will say it's getting to the point where I, I need to do something because like, it's just, it's Especially hot. With the, the, I don't know how you did it with the heat last week. And it was like, bad. Uh, it was hot. Yeah. And like, my, my hair is so crazy curly now. So it like, it, it's just a fucking, it, it, it's wild. I've never had this to deal with this. So I don't know what to do with it. It's uh gonna go for that man bun no i'm i'm not a man bun person i could see myself pulling it back in a ponytail just to like keep it out of my hair if i'm doing like out of my face if i need to like i don't know fucking do chores in the house or something but i a don't ever see myself putting it in a man bun other than to be ironic or i guess make fun of people with man buns i don't know i I don't i don't think man buns look cool 
and I don't think I would look good with the man bun. So man, man uh, bun was like a, like a short period of time. I feel like that came and went real quick. Yeah, yeah I don't think it lasted. Like but like again, like I, I would probably just pull it back in the back to get it out of my face. I will say I also though have been like using Jen's headband when I have to do shit in the house, and I could rock a headband. Have you considered um, dying it? Uh, I have. The only problem is is that. It seems like it would be a process because my hair is very dark, so I'd have to yeah, at right. least you have to bleach it. Yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do? Once you gonna, gonna do ninja, like do like baby blue? Or... I mean, I would probably do a color. I probably wouldn't do fucking ninja blue. I would probably do like purple. Uh, I can't do green, unfortunately, because if I scream, can't do purple, it's just gonna be invisible. I would never see anything different than the goths from South Park if you did purple. Or like if you that. were like, oh. yeah, just do uh, highlights. There we go. No, I don't want highlights. I would probably do a solid color of sorts. Purple would be good, I think. Uh, I mean, I also kind of, I think like fucking like fucking gray would be kind of cool. You know what I mean? A little, little... Witcher. Yeah. Sure. Hey, I'm I'm already there, man. Like I'm gonna be oh, pretty much full blown. So like I always shave gray. my head, so I never really like I know I have a lot of gray hair now, but like now that my hair is long, it's like there are like streaks of fucking gray running through my head which you can't oh, see yeah. on camera which is fantastic but they they're there they exist I, I finally got that mike lowell beard i wanted for like the last like 10 years it's from the salt salt and pepper yeah yeah i mean uh, i don't know I, I the the point about my hair is if i decide to shave it off i'll probably never grow back again because it's just a long process and i don't like the i i like how i look with this hair right now but like I don't like the middle version of that where it's like growing out. I, I don't like the in process version of that. Anyways, we should we should move on to actual topics before we sit here forever and then just never talk about anything. Which I feel like is <laughs> if this the is the part for the course now where this is what we're <laughs> right. doing. Uh which I don't hate, but we should cover a little bit of something maybe. Yeah. Um But yeah. Fuck, I'm happy you watched Bo Burnham special. Dom, did you watch Bo Burnham special? I, this is a I think he mentioned that he listened. I think he mentioned that he listened to it. Ah, oh, you gotta watch it. You need the vis- the visies. You need those visies. It's not the same without those visies. Yeah, you, you, listen to it at work. You you also miss a lot of other things that aren't included in the album because there are like other things that he does. Like the Twitch stream, for instance, is not on the album because uh, it doesn't make it, sense as a. Yeah, exactly. And Dom just said in the Twitch chat, at least you can't blame me for the being the reason the show's off topic. And we can definitely do that because both Mike and I keep responding to you. So uh, a thousand million percent. But a few housekeeping things before we roll into uh, some actual, uh, you know, nerdy topics tonight, I guess. Uh, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to 1 Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. And that's not all. If you want something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something spicy, something savory in the morning on a Sunday, get your, get your, get your weekend going right, end the weekend going right, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a chubby, which I'm a big fan of. I, I need to like get, wake up earlier and, re, and remember to get chubbies before it's already past the time I can get a fucking chubby. Yo, Mike, cut that shit, all right? Cut that so we can uh, just use that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, need to get, I need to get up in the morning and get a big old fucking chubby. <laughs> um, anyways, yes. So 
there's yeah they are a sponsor uh <laughs> other couple husky things which todd already alluded to uh june is for the ptc movie club june's pick is todd's and it is the nice guys uh starring ryan gosling and uh someone else <gasps> right is it ryan gosling yeah, yes. Russell fucking Crow, and you don't fucking forget know. that. Name, right? I don't fucking know. I'm gonna watch this like the last day of June. Forget that I have to watch this movie and watch it on June 27th. Um, you, should, you should just you should just watch it already because I think you're gonna walk away and be like, I think that's the best movie we watched out of all the movies we watched so far. I Again, mean, I, I'm yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like awesome. uh, this will be the movie that you're finally like, finally, Todd. You picked the movie. Uh, you picked a good pick. You knew you actually are intelligent. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But if you want to watch along with us, we will watch uh, the nice guys this month, and we will talk about it on the last episode of June. So if you want to hear us talk about the nice guys, make sure to watch the movie at some point leading up to there, and tune in to the final episode of June to get that going. And then we will also reveal July's pick, which Who likes. It? I don't fucking know. I don't know the order. Mm-hmm. I have to go back in, on the last couple months and see the uh, order. Okay, I have no idea. Dom did the last one. Yes, I think we'll it goes. I before. think it goes. Todd, Mike, me, Dom. I think that's the order. But I, don't quote me on that. I'll look at it later. But yeah. So Friend, what the was nice your last guys. pick? The last so we watched the haunted mansion last month, which was Dom. Oh, what was your last pick? The big sick. So I think I am last okay. in the old yeah, rotation. Yeah, yeah. So it's. That I think it's. Sense. I think Mike is July. I would be August. And Dawn would be September, if that's correct. I don't know. Do Again, you remember? Do not quote me on that. Uh, a couple other housekeeping things. Uh, I was on the Prima Games Summer Games Fest live stream, which you can check out at twitch.tv slash Prima Games. Uh, I was on there with Jesse and Lucas. It was a good time. We watched along and talked about the Summer Games Fest uh, live stream that was on Thursday, I think. Right? Thursday? What's today? Friday? Yeah, it was yesterday. I'm pretty sure. My, I'm frazzled. It's been a long week. A um, couple other things. Um, we have a PAX Online, PAX East Online 2021 panel coming up. Uh, that'll be airing in July. Uh, let me pull up the thing here because I don't have it in front of me because I'm a big old dum-dum. Uh, it will be on Saturday, July 17th, 6.15 Eastern on twitch.tv slash PAX1, where we're going to rate the top 10 Nintendo games of all time. We're not going to put them in order, because that's just too much work and not enough time in an hour, but we are going to narrow down what we think is the top are the that's, top you guys, are, you guys aren't going to get anywhere, because think about, like, we had an hour to do, like, indie games, it's and, gonna like, be, we had to It's going like... to be similarly structured to that one, but I, yep. thankfully, since we, we did that one, I've... I think I'm going to take some things that maybe could have sped that up in certain areas and apply yeah. it to this and the structure. So I think we'll be, I think we'll be good to go, but it'll be myself. Uh, if you're a friend of the show, you'll, you'll know Cameron Hawkins. He's been on here plenty of times. Uh, he's featured a lot on IGN lately. Um, he's also doing two of their E3 streams uh, next week. So you can see him on the IGN stage at uh, Xbox and Square Enix's um uh, presentations so definitely check out those and support cam show him some love uh alana pierce who you may know from a lot of different places currently uh is a game developer at sony santa monica working on god of war ragnarok tim gettys from kind of funny lily zaldivar friend of the show fan of the show if you uh, have been listening for a while you have obviously 
interacted and seen Lily. Uh, she's been around as well. She's currently at Six One Indian Viz Media, and then of course, big friend and fan of the show. Grayson Morales over at Game Rant. So that'll be a great panel. Um, I know I am at least on some one other panel that uh, isn't hasn't been announced yet, so I won't take the time to announce that because it's not my place to do that. But I will be on another panel, and we still potentially might have some other past the controller panels. I'm just waiting for some confirmation stuff. So, yeah, look forward to some of that cool stuff coming down the line in July. But anyways, we should move along. Um, before I get into what I have been playing, have either of you been playing anything you want to mention or talk about here? Nope. Go ahead, Mike. Floor is yours. Have you been playing anything, Mike? Have you did you download the new uh Beat Saber? No, I I tried to, but I is think I have to No. Mm-mm. I paid for it. I I bought it. The problem is that because I'd modded the game. I actually have to uninstall it first before I can update it. Uh, so I, I like hit update and nothing happened. I'm like, like oh, that's right. I probably have to, un- I have to uninstall it. So then I stopped. I turned, I turned my headset off and I just, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say it's, so it's the Interscope pack. So it has like, I, I don't know, a song from like a couple different genres from, from different art, varying artists. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the selection of songs, but even the songs that I'm not really excited to play, they have good beat maps, so they're enjoyable, and they're really difficult on expert mic with the speed turned up, so they're, mm. they're a good time. Um, yeah, what about you? Yeah, I, I, think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. What about you, Todd? What have you been uh, going on? I've been playing some Silvery 2. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for... For other people to get it, but uh, it's great so far. Uh, my biggest fear with, with it was like, I looked at some of the gameplay of the older Silvery, and it looked very like almost clunkyish. Mm-hmm. And uh, this game just looks and runs really well on the newer consoles. Um, I got it obviously on Xbox, but um, yeah, it's super entertaining. Uh, I'm excited to just keep on diving into it. It's pretty much just like Battlefield style large combat fights, but like not as big of maps, but um yeah it's definitely it, it can definitely be funny it's good and then the other thing i've been playing is our ratchet and clank which i just started today which um i was never really a fan of the series before i played the 2016 only and i didn't like it but this one's pretty good so far that's good um, that's good to hear yeah, yeah no it's definitely a good game um i'm not i'm like about two or three hours into it but i i feel like everyone's gonna be saying this is like game of the year quality and i don't think it's not game of the year quality but i feel like we're gonna see a lot of that when I don't know. I feel like a game like Returnal is better. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, I've also never been a Ratchet and Clank person. I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Um, but if I do get a PS5 soon, this will probably be the game that I pick up. Because um, I, I, I've seen a lot of people kind of touting it as like, this This is the, you know, this is a good showpiece for what the playstation 5 can do and like all of the stuff that i've watched gameplay trailers other other things like the game does look really impressive um i just don't like the the gameplay and the character like just rational like has never appealed to me and that's you know yeah i don't i don't give, i'm like trying to like watch the story because i read that the story is pretty good and i'm like paying attention to it but i'm like i just don't give a shit yeah um and it's funny because i think jesse just tweeted something about and i, and I don't know if he was being sarcastic or not but he wrote something about how he like the the haptic feedback and the triggers of the DualShock is garbage, mm-hmm. something like that. 
And uh, I agree. I think it's fucking, I don't, I don't get it. I feel like I'm struggling to pull down the right trigger. A lot of these times I yeah. like the controller for everything else, but it also feels very weird in returnal as well, where you're like, it's almost like you're like battling the right trigger. Like, am I pushing it down fair enough? Do I have to push it down slowly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, definitely. I'm, you turn I'm in the minority. Off or no? I, you know what? I got to look into it because it was something I was wondering. But I feel like it takes away. I don't know if I have to turn everything else off on the controller if I do that. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, but yeah, uh, it's 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 great so far. Liam likes it, so you know that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something I'll check out at some point. Um. Because again, it does it does look good, and you know, there's still not yeah. a lot of next gen. Oh, that's, that's you know, what I was next gen experiences, too. I guess. I so I I don't know if I'm like at the point where like everything just like I know like years ago you'd see like the next console came out and you're like whoa. I mean, I'm not seeing this crazy jump, and maybe because we're just so used to playing all these great games on like. Yeah. But I mean, I I think the transitions look great, but I think transitions have looked great in a lot of games over the last couple of years. You know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is like I you you get you get to the series X and you get to the PS five and like last was part two was fucking gorgeous. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to see something that looks or plays much better than that. I don't think anytime soon, you know what I mean? Like that was, that was already pushing the hardware limits of the PS4 and you know, it came out last year. So yeah, so it's like, hey, and I'm glad you just brought that up. Cause I'm also playing that. And honestly, after play i'm like going deep into it right now i think that's probably it'll it's probably one of my favorite games ever that that gunplay in that game is so fucking satisfying so uh it, it's so good it's so just, uh, one of uh yeah i agree with you one one of the discords that i'm in um someone is playing through uh eric van allen uh he's playing through last of us because he has a podcast where uh they're currently playing through the last of us part two and like they do each episode like on a section of the game so it's like is it they, the first time he's ever played it or is it it is uh oh, cool. so it's cool to because he so they just the, they're doing it in in order so they they've done it with other games and currently they're doing last of us so he played last of us one i believe for the first time as well a couple months ago or a couple weeks or whatever it was uh and they did you know their each episode i think is structured around like a section of the game when it keeps progressing through. Um, I don't know if they do it based on days in the, in the second game. I think so. Um, but anyways, so he, he was playing a few sections of it uh, in the discord. So streaming it to just the people like me, Jesse, a few other people like, so we could watch him play it. And yep. I'm like hungry to kind of experience that game again, but I just don't want to play that game again. So it was like nice to just watch Someone just I skip know the, do what I'm the doing game. right now. I'm I'm skipping the cutscenes. So like I'm just I'm just going through like the the actual gameplay of it, and it's yeah. uh it's so fucking good. And and I even oh, like see, the I actual, want I kind of want the cutscenes. I want the story. I don't oh, I necessarily yeah, don't yeah, want the gameplay. I'm watching them, but I'm, like some of them I'm skipping. But I like I love like the exploration of that game too. And there's so many things I missed. Like I'm like going through every last corner of every building of every section I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so funny because I, I I have a lot of complaints that like I get lost a lot in games, and like you I do? feel like this game. <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like this game, like there's never a point where I ever felt like I was getting lost in this game, even though it's yeah. like an open world game. Like I feel like it just does a really good job of that. But oh yeah, man, that game is just going back. And this is will be my third time playing it now, and this yeah. has probably been my my favorite time. I mean, I, I, I just want to blast through it. I don't want to play anything else. It, it it looks good. I won't spoil anything for people who haven't played it and plan on playing it or want to play it at some point. But I'll give a very general idea of of what I watched so that Todd can see where I'm at. But 
he just got to the part where he basically got to the end of uh, Ellie's Seattle three. Okay. And it's and things change and like yeah. that whole buildup is so fucking tense. Wait, like, so did like, he did he did he get there yet though or no? Like, did he is he did he actually witness it yet or the transition and everything or? Uh, he got to he got to Seattle day three as Ellie. Okay. Finished. Oh, okay. That. Okay. So you know what that means. Yo, that game's super long too, and I fucking love that about it. I wish more games were like twenty five hours if they're this good. They need to be this good. Like, yeah, they I, need I to be good. Yeah, we don't need to go on a whole thing about Last of Us because yeah. you know how I feel about the length of that game. Um, right. I also forgot to mention which. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this after the fact, but if you're in the Twitch chat right now, and I'll mention it again at the end of the episode tomorrow, I'm streaming for ten uh, from ten a.m. to ten p.m. twelve hours straight to raise money for uh, Myasthenia Gravis. So again, if you're listening to this after the fact on podcast feeds. You can still donate. I can share the link. You can definitely still donate. Uh, that'll be running until the walk, which is in, I think, August or October. Um, it's somewhere in the fall. But you can still donate. But the Twitch stream will, would have already happened because it is happening tomorrow. Um, so, yeah. So, if you're watching the Twitch chat right now or the VOD before tomorrow, tune into the chat. Tune into the Twitch stream. Hang out with me as I uh, play a lot of games and do stu- stupid stuff. Um so I guess that brings me to what I've been playing, um, which is a game called Biomutant, which I think I touched briefly upon my early impressions uh, a couple episodes ago, but I completed the game today. So I'm still in the process of kind of finalizing how I feel about it and like going through my 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 brain about about where I stand on this game. And uh, I know normally when we like give reviews on stuff, we don't really put scores. We don't put numbers attached to things. If I had to do that, like if I had to give it a number to give someone a gauge out of a one to ten, how I felt about the game, I'd probably land somewhere around a seven, um, maybe seven and a half. Probably wouldn't go higher than that, um, but it wouldn't be much lower than that if it went lower. I think seven's probably a good number for that, um, for how I feel about the game. But I'll say that like the first couple hours, I was really digging what was going on um i liked the gameplay loop i i liked the the you know kind of being in that space and learning some of the new new things going on and it's not that that got old because i want to say i probably finished the game maybe like 30 hours a little over 30 hours in uh, i'm not really sure how how actually how long i was in there but i'd say probably around 30 um to play through it and i did a little bit of side stuff not a, not a bunch of side stuff i will say like if you like the game and like you're enjoying the combat loop and like the the stuff in there, there's a decent amount of stuff to to do on the side of things. How like, is the combat? Like, is so, the combat good? So in the when I initially talked about this on the podcast, I was like, oh, this combat is really fun, and like I liked how one of the things I mentioned, and I still will keep this as like a positive because I do think it is a positive. Is like you're doing certain combos, and then on the bottom right of the screen, it'll be like, "Oh, press this button if you want to do this other combo," because like you've already pressed these other buttons. So I was expecting there to be more combos, like deeper things, and there there is a lot of stuff to unlock, but it's not a lot of like big button combo presses things. It's just more of like abilities and powers that you map to certain buttons. So there mm-hmm. are like there's some depth there with like how you want to play. If you want to play with like more ability type combat or you want to, you know, just, just the thing that was kind of disappointing of a letdown as I got further into the game, realized that the, this certain 
part of the combat didn't evolve much more is that there's essentially one button for your melee combat. There's another button that you can use in melee to finish combos. But like if you press that, so I'm playing on Xbox. So X is your melee button. Y will be used for like finishing combos. But if you press Y by itself, it doesn't like it's not an attack. So X is the is the button. Um, and then if you hold down the I believe it's the right trigger, then it pulls up a menu that like you can tie an ability to A, X, Y, and B. So you have four other like abilities you can use. Um, plus you can dive and roll, um, obviously jump, and then you have a gun. And like the gun for me was like a big part of the combat. Um, because I mean, I don't know. I, I had, I feel like I had a pretty powered up gun at, at some point and I was much easier for me to just like stand back and fucking shoot everything. Um, instead of like getting up and potentially dying, but even like, I don't know th there's enough variety in, in, in depth there with the abilities that I think it kind of makes the combat a little bit, uh, like it doesn't get to get too stale, but it doesn't turn into like this combo heavy game, hack and slash game that I thought it was going to have more of, um, which yeah, it seems it seems like it's more of an RPG stylish game. So I figured that sort would be of, more. Yeah, you you definitely like it's definitely more about gaining levels and like choosing where you want to use your ability points on certain new powers or if you want to upgrade certain stats. Um, like it definitely has that element to it, and there there is a lot of side content to dive into if you want to like min max and max out your character and get a bunch of cool stuff. Um, the equipment in the game is is kind of cool like i like the style of it like you get a lot of different pieces like you can get different you know pants shirts helmets face masks you know shoulder pads like stuff on your hands a backpack type thing like there's a lot of things like that um so there's a lot of variety and it, i like games that when you change your armor it changes how your character looks so there's a lot of variety in like how your character can look and stuff like that um and i feel like the loot was pretty um i feel like it was pretty well distributed like i feel like i did enough side stuff and enough main stuff that i always felt you know i wasn't always getting crazy drops but i felt like i was getting enough stuff often enough that it felt rewarding to like go to other parts of the map and like do side stuff um the beginning of the game is a little linear but i think that's purpose full and like by design because it kind of wants you to learn some of the gameplay mechanics and like what the game is trying to do but then once you get past like the first main mission really then the game opens up to like a more open world game uh and you can kind of go wherever you want i do like so there's and i kind of didn't wasn't big on it at first but as i went further in the game i i didn't hate it so there's like different biomes that are like oh th there'll be this place that's like a uh you know really hot place so like if you are there and you don't have heat resistance built into your character or you don't have like armor on that has heat resistance you'll just start taking damage and you can't stay there because you'll die and it has that like there's, there's an ice biome and there's like a fucking so, like, biome. Zelda, that means yeah kind of there's like a biohazard uh biome where like if you you're taking toxic damage if you don't uh you know if you don't have the right stuff equipped or build up your stats properly and i like that kind of thing because once you kind of learn how to upgrade your armor and stuff and like switch your gear out to like work for that it was at least a few times that i went into specific biomes like that that had like 
you know, big mini bosses to fight, the gear that you got from going in there and beating those things was like usually really good. So I feel like it was like, it was rewarding in that aspect. And it was stuff that was all like pretty optional. Like, I think you could go through that game and probably not hit a level cap that felt too difficult if you just kind of played through the main mission. Um, I will say the story was kind of a letdown to me. I didn't really care about what was going on, um, which I feel like they tried to tell an interesting story and it just didn't hit with me. And I feel, I think, I think what they were trying to do could have been a good story, but I just, there was something about it that I just didn't care about. Maybe it was the characters. Maybe the characters just weren't charming enough to me for me to like really care. Um, but I will say that like overall, it's definitely a game that I enjoyed. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna probably maybe dip into new game plus and just, maybe bang out some achievements that I know I'm close on because I looked at the list and to see like my progression on some of them. Uh, so I might dip back in just to do some of that. But it's not... If you're looking for like this next next best action game RPG, action RPG to play, I don't think this is that. But I do think this is a solid experience. I think this is definitely like... if Watch a couple trailers, watch a couple of, you know, listen to my words, read someone else's review. Uh, I might put up a written review next week. We'll see um if i if i can squeeze that around e3 stuff but i would say like you know if you're if you're not fully sold on what you're seeing on this game maybe pass maybe get it when it's on sale for 40 bucks 30 bucks because i think 40 bucks 30 bucks for this game i think like i think if you like I, i think if you were to get this game at 40 or 30 bucks and not 60 i think pretty pretty good game for that price i'll hold out the game pass yeah, I could see this going on Game Pass at some point. Um, but again, like, you know, it's not this earth-shattering game that I think redefines generation. What I do think is, I think that they tried to do a lot with this game, and that ended up hurting the game overall. Because there's so many things that they introduce and try to do in the game that kind of don't really matter in the long run like you unlock certain vehicles and like you know you can get a mech you can get this like water like jet ski type thing you can get different rideable animals you can you know there's late in the game i unlocked some weird like hand thing that you wrote on and also was a hand like literally a hand that was a gun um and like there's different things and i think there was a few other vehicles i never unlocked um so like there's a lot of cool stuff that they try to do i just think that this game could have been an eight, nine, or a ten if they maybe like made their scope of what they wanted this game to be a little bit tighter. Aren't they like an indie studio? Basically, they are. They are a small like studio. Fifteen people. Did yeah. That game or something it, like that. Yeah. It, it is a small studio, and again, like this isn't a bad game. I just think that if maybe they did shave certain things off and then kind of went deeper on certain other elements like the combat or, you know, the story or whatever it was, I think they could have had something really, really good here uh, to the point where like, if they ever do make a Biomutant 2, I think that game could be a really phenomenal game, um, you know, really exceed what this game was trying to do. Cause it, it does a lot of interesting things. It's just, you know, some of those things feel maybe a little half baked or just not fully implemented into what the game is doing, um, which is unfortunate. Cause I think that there is a really good, uh baseline for what this game is is just you know some of those things kind of fall a little flat unfortunately um i will say that 
uh i've avoided because I, I knew i was playing it to review it i i avoided anyone else's like reviews or opinions or thoughts because I, I don't like to cloud my thoughts at going into something um but one of the things that was hard to avoid on social media i saw a lot of people that i follow mention this was that the narrator was annoying and i don't know exactly why people were saying that part but for me I didn't actually hate the narrator, but the one thing that I didn't like about the narrator was the characters in the game don't speak words. They just make noises. And the characters would make noises, and then the narrator would narrate it. So it's like double the length for no fucking reason. Um, and it's weird because I feel like the, the developers must have thought maybe they didn't make the right choice with how the narrator worked because after you get through like the prologue of the game, a menu literally pops up, like a bubble pops up, and it's like, hey, if you're not liking the narrator, go into the settings and turn it off. And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> You're muted, Todd. You're muted. How is it? I was saying, was that an update? Like, oh, maybe it was an update. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm but, almost wondering because that's all I read about people talking about the first like day it came out or two. Yeah, because there was a few people like I know like like uh, you know Snowbike Mike. Uh, I I tune into his streams a lot, and in one of his streams, he was talking about Bio. He wasn't playing Biomutant. He was playing Warzone, but he was talking about Biomutant because I believe he must have also been reviewing it for kind of funny, uh, or he was at least playing it for kind of funny. But he when I was watching his stream, he just happened to be talking about the narrator and Biomutant. He was just like, turn the narrator off and you'll have a much better time with this game. So it's like, I don't know. I, wa I kept it on because I wanted to see if it ended up pissing me off and it didn't. It just, it got to the point where I was like skipping the animals making noises and just reading or listening to the narrator because uh, I don't need to hear fake dialogue and then real dialogue. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. I did like the narrator outside of cutscenes though because he did talk while you were playing the game and sometimes it was like you know funny or or poignant to like the mission or something i don't know anyways that's that's where i'm at with biomutant it's it's i would you know if again if i had to give it a number we don't normally give stuff numbers i'd probably give it a solid seven um i think it's definitely you know uh one to keep an eye on if you're not sold on what you're seeing or hearing about it now wait for it to go on sale i think you'd have a good time with it that's where i'm at with that um but yeah that's that's what I get. I don't I don't know if you'd like it. Till I, I think you might personally not like it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound. I, I was interested in it, but uh, the more I read about it, the less I was, you know, excited. Like I said, if it got, came on Game Pass, I'd give it a go. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and see where I went with it. But mm -hmm. I don't. I I would have to play it during a time where there's nothing, and I feel like there's never that point. Yeah, I'm always balancing like seven games. Mm -hmm. This is definitely one of those games that benef that benefits from coming out earlier in the year. If that yep. if this came out later in the year, it definitely would have would have got swallowed up. So you know, good good on them for putting it out a little bit earlier. It probably would have done even more positively if it you know launched even earlier in the year. But yep. you know, it is what it is. Um, Biomutant doing anything for you, Mike? Any interest at all in that? I don't think it's necessarily a Mike game either, to be honest. But no, every single time someone talks about it or I see a picture, I'm just like, that's a game, huh? And is then, that rocket? Is that Rocket Raccoon? <laughs> yeah, that's basically my thought. I'm like, oh, that's Rocket Raccoon. I could not give less of any interest in it. Yeah, and so like part of the story for me too is like, it seems like you know it's a world that was ruined by I don't know if they ever explicitly say humans or if it was just other animals, but like 
toxic waste and like, you know, whatever mutations, all this stuff, world ruined, it's going to fucking go to shit. Like, I feel like they could have maybe told a really good story about like taking care of the fucking environment. And maybe that is hidden in there in more of the side. Probably where they were probably, it was probably where they were trying to I, go. I think that is the story for the most part that they were trying to tell. It just didn't really connect with me at all. I was very bored by the story. Um, the other thing I will mention too, again, this goes back to the, I felt like they tried to do so many things in this game. There is a light and dark system. Like there's like a good and bad system where like you have choices to make. And I don't know if they even matter outside of if you choose to go the light route, you can unlock certain moves. Or if you choose to go the dark route, you can unlock certain moves. I don't know how much the story changes. Um, there is an option without like spoiling it too much it seems like there's an option to it seems like there's potentially two endings like a good ending and a bad like a evil choice ending so i don't know how much the story actually changes or what that means if you go the other route i went the good route because i tend to usually make the you know the quote-unquote morally good decision routes in games like mass effect i play as a paragon character uh, i never really play renegade choices um you know i might punch the reporter in the face once in a while that's a renegade option but other than that Honestly, i'm like mostly renegade in my playthroughs some people are i mean i i might like play the game however the fuck you want to play it i just like i don't know i i i don't want to be i'm usually the opposite like in, in red dead i like did my best to make arthur like the most like comeback dude ever you know yeah. like i was like doing anything i could but I, it depends I think with mass effect in particular part of the reason why i would never do renegade stuff is i think that there might be certain situations where your, your party members might suffer for that. And I, I don't know, cause I've never gone those routes, but I, no. it might be not might be a, a, a part of that, but I'm not really sure. Um, cool. Well, I guess this is, uh, you know, we're getting towards the end of the episode here. I definitely wanted to make sure we talked about, well, I talked about Biomutant since, you know, I'd gotten a review copy of that from the developer. So I wanted to make sure to, you know, talk about that for a bit but before we wrap things up you know we're in the middle of you know lead up to e3 there's some events and you know presentations happening currently earlier in the week and then obviously going into this weekend e3 is going to really ramp up and kick off um for stuff that was shown this week was there anything that anyone really cares about i know a big one for a lot of people is elden ring getting a big trailer and a release date which is very soon in january yeah um, i would say that's like probably my most excited thing but i will say this like every fucking souls like game i buy i beat like three bosses and fucking just give up you know it's yeah. like but, but i always want to play them i always want to play all of them but uh that game looks really good but it's like fucking another two years out so i'm not going to get excited about that you know so just... the the thing with uh the thing with Elden ring that seems interesting is it's like a more of an open world souls like so you think you'll like yeah, that more or less I think like I'll more like open. more, actually. I, I've come to the conclusion that I really enjoy open-world games for the most part, you know? Yeah. I mean, I spent some of my favorite games over the last couple of years. I feel like every game's going that way, though. Even, like, you know, even Gears did it in their last game. Everyone's trying to fit in some sort of, like, open-world concept, yeah. even if it's not the entire game. Um, Elden Ring doing anything for you, Mike? That George R.R. R. Martin... See, he's, I give the least shit about him. I just I know it's from the guys who do fucking the Souls game, so that's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, it's, you know, it's from it's a collaborative thing from Miyazaki and and George R. R. Martin. And here here's where I'm at. 
don't lose your thought, Mike, but like I had basically no interest in this game. Like, and that's, you know, other people loving it. Go for it. Have a blast. I don't care. But like, I don't care about George R. R. Martin at all. I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Where like, I like the idea of Souls games, but I, they never really like last with me. I just, I'm, I don't know if I'm just not good enough or it's just not I'm the not game I actually enough. like. I, I don't know. But, well, you love Bloodborne though. I do. But like, I mean, like and I, I, I honestly, I love Sekiro, but I got to a point where I'm like, I can't get yeah. any further. Like, I'm just not going to so, be able to get any further. So like, I, I, you know, I I had zero, basically zero interest. There was like zero hype for me for this game at all. But when this trailer got shown off the yesterday, fucking crazy. the trailer looked really fucking good. Right. And all of a sudden now I'm like, all right, maybe this is the Souls game that pulls me in. Like this looks really fucking good. And this is like, I don't care about Souls that much. And I well, definitely don't care about George R. R. Martin at all. So once you get a PS5, whenever you are able to find one, um i already have demon soul so that's a game you can jump into and you'll probably love that game i mean it's it's like more oh dark God, souls and i feel like i feel like you like you were the only person i knew that played dark souls back in the day when dark souls was like i and i never played those games so i like, played I dark like, souls one and i played dark souls two and i never finished yeah. them because i'm fucking garbage oh, in yeah. games okay no, you're probably, just, you're probably the same as me then like we beat like four boss four bosses and then you know I think the Dark Souls up. one in particular i don't know i was probably in high school still i don't know when yeah. that game came out but like it was just not the game I was trying to play. It, it mm-hmm. was not. It, it didn't. It didn't. I hundred percent. I hundred percent get that. I'm kind I, of on your level. Like that, I, I have Bloodborne. Never played it. I have Sekiro. Never played it. I want to play one of those to give the series, like the genre, that type of game, another real chance as like an older person. I would say that would maybe ex- like it more. I don't know actually. Like I think you. I think uh, like, I, I would like Sekiro more than Bloodborne. So that's what I was. I, that's funny you say that because that's where I was going. I like Bloodborne a lot, but I think Sekiro did a really good job of modernizing the Souls like style. Yeah. And it felt like I was almost playing a Tensu slash Soulsborne style okay. game. Where I fuck with Tensu on three sixty. Yeah, that's hard. what I'm saying. Like where, um, what's it call it? Bloodborne is fucking incredible, but that definitely feels way more like a Souls style game. Yeah. You know, like it. I think that uh, Sekiro definitely veered off the path on that a little bit in a good way. It's that mm-hmm. game is just punishingly hard. I think that's, I think that could be the hardest souls like game I've played. Maybe I'm in the minority on that. I don't know, but I, yeah. it's fucking not easy. Um, so I, I, I cut you off Mike, but Elden ring doing anything Yo, for you. It, it didn't needle. matter. Cause I didn't watch the trailer. I don't care about bloodborne or George R. R. Martin or game of Thrones. So like, no, I, whatever. Are you a high I, fantasy guy at all, about. Mike, or no? I think conceptually I should be. Yeah, I do uh, too. But I don't think I, I don't think I really watch or, you know. You like Lord of the Rings? I like Lord of the Rings in the sense that I know I watched the movies and I didn't hate them. But like, I would like I wouldn't say I was super invested. If anything, I was, I would say I'm probably more sci-fi than fantasy. Interesting. I, I think okay. I would say I would lean more that. I mean, way yeah, that's I, 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 I am. I would say I am too, but I like both. I, I like, I, yeah, I like both. But like, like the i, the idea of all the things that go into Lord of the Rings. Like, just thinking about me in in like eighth grade picking up um, Return of the King just to read during like a free reading period class, and being like, 
this book is fucking long. Let me just skip to when the ring gets destroyed. And I read that part and I'm like, there's still like 200 pages left in this book. And then skipping through that and then like just reading through the appendix, which is also a good chunk of the end of that book. I'm like, well, this is fascinating. They they made this entire backstory for all this shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it is. It it is. It's interesting, but I don't care about it that much. I get you. I'm I think I'm in the same boat as the three of you where I I would probably very easily lean more sci fi over high fantasy because I'm very I think I'm very picky with high fantasy. I only like certain things like I I like Lord of the Rings a lot. Like I I don't read the books, but I I love the movies like I I like Lord of the Rings a lot. Um, But like the trailer for Final Fantasy 16 going back to like a more fantasy like a like a high fantasy setting that does nothing for me to the point where like that's a game i'll probably just not care about and not play wait the, the most recent the one that they the, showed like the, the medieval with the little boy and everything yes one. like i don't care about that like, setting at all and so I, mean, like, I think i'm in the minority there no like i i, I don't care about I, like i kind of I, I dig that setting if it's done right but final fantasy is just too far out there as far as like the like yeah. anime style to them where like i feel like i can never connect to it i think seven was the only story i was ever like I can understand this. Yeah, I get this. But Inter- Intergrade yeah. came out this week. Are you gonna get it or no? Do I get it for free if I have it, or do I? So have to buy I, the... I'm so confused by how this process works. You'd have to ask like Cam or Grayson because they just yeah. went through it, or Jesse too. I think you get the free upgrade for the PS5 version. Yeah. If you have the PS4 version, but you still have to pay, I think twenty dollars to get the expansion. So you, like, okay. if you already own PS4 Final Fantasy VII remake. You yep. you get PS5 Final Fantasy VII remake, but you have to start trying to pay, to pay for, for the DLC. Okay, yes, I believe yeah, so. Fine. Do you have it digitally or no? I have digital. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think I think it's still an annoying thing. I think you have to like upload it from probably, your PS4 and then yeah, read it. It's, it's so stupid because none yeah. of my games have my saves. So like like when I'm playing over Last of Us right now, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do the highest difficulty to get some trophies. So, and then I was like, oh, I gotta start over because my PS4 is fucking locked away in my closet somewhere. Yeah. We, I was having this conversation with with Jesse the other night because he when he was downloading Final Fantasy. Is he giving is he is he giving them a break for it? No, 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 no. Okay. Like I, I think I think we're all in agreement that like, and I think you guys would agree like, the fact that Xbox is doing all this stuff and making it very fluid, where it's like, hey. Yep. You have it on fucking Xbox One. Guess what? You no, have it on Series zero X. Zero issues. Zero Saves issues. are just in the cloud, hanging out, ready to go. Like you're just you're just here and good to go. We're, we're How ready are to we hang. not at this point? Like that's it's fucking it, wild. It is it is bizarre that like I will that say Sony I, hasn't made that adjustment yet. I don't know. I like I, like I I I told you earlier. I think Sony's knocking it out of the park so far for PS5, and I love my Xbox and my Xbox is my home console. But like I've been really won over by them but at the same time so like my console will go into sleep mode or i'll put it into sleep mode it like powers down by itself i turn it on and it's like your console was shut off incorrectly and i'm like what the fuck and i saw that like jason Schreier had the same issue on it like it, mm-hmm. i've had some weird hardware issues with it and honestly people are like why would you need a battery option for your controller motherfucker my controller is always fucking halfway or like it, it, it goes into sleep mode and i gotta like turn it back on and I, I want a battery option. Just get, I don't think like, you know. Give me a rechargeable battery option. You know, I just fucking hate that it's. It's I, I I need basically need to have two controllers. I need to have one charging at all times for PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. 
I, I understand some people's gripes with the Xbox controller still using batteries, but like I have had a rechargeable battery pack in my Xbox controller for the last, I don't know, 10 fucking years. And it's I now in my Series X controller. <laughs> and it's like it lasts a long time. And I if you need to, if it's dead, you can still just play it with it plugged in. Like it's just there. Yeah. Or if you want to put batteries in it, go for it. But like I've I haven't bought batteries in so long because I just got this little fucking little guy in here. Little fucking little pack plugs right into USB C, no problem. Like good to go. I'm a I'm a fan I, of more. Worry about my controller. You know, like give me more options. I don't care if I don't ever use them. Cool. Yeah. If I ever need to use them, that's even better. You know. Hey, I need to fucking use batteries right mm-hmm. now. And like Microsoft sells a first party battery yeah. pack. That's what I have. Like, and you can also buy third party ones. But like they have that option for you there. I mean, again, you can argue it's stupid. You know, and maybe it is stupid. But like. I, the option is very fixable. It's not a, to me. It's not a big oh, absolutely. problem. Um, but yeah. So yeah. I mean, for, I've for me, this one. Oh, nice. I got okay. this it was like twenty bucks. It was yeah, great. same. I was like it 20, came, 15 bucks. On it the came day. with two. It came with two. Oh, that's great. Like, Mine is just one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's great. But as far as um, as far as other stuff that's been shown off and kind of talked about this week, I think the only other kind of big thing for me personally is and I don't know if you saw this Todd and I'm sure Mike does not care about this but uh they showed a new Metal Slug game that is a tactics game Oh I didn't I didn't see this It's no, a fucking okay. tactics game so it's like over oh, the cool. top like Fire Emblem style you yep. know Final Fantasy tactics style where it's a grid based and you're moving characters around it looks so good and it's the people that did fucking uh the new Streets of Rage Oh, nice. .emu. So, like, it's it looks very good. Like, it looks like it's going to be a real good game. Is it, like, multi-plat, like, all, all over everywhere? Or? So, unless they announced it after the stream, it they didn't announce platforms at all, I don't think, um, which makes me think that it might show up again this weekend at someone's conference. Like, maybe it'll be at Switch or Xbox or something. Um, Are you excited by Battlefield at all? Because, I mean, I'm so I'm excited not, to jump back. Oh, I'm man. Not, but, I mean, wait. talk to me about it if you are, because I'm not. I know oh, Mike no, is. I mean, Mike's a big Battlefield guy. <laughs> no, but oh like, yeah, which you... which one are we talking about? Uh, twenty forty two, where you fight yep. in the future, and the there's a helicopter and a hurricane. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I just, Mike I, knows I, more I... about this game than I do. There's a hurricane. What? what? I don't know. At the very end of the trailer, there was like some some natural disaster that was happening, and there's yeah, a guy like in a flight like suit, electric storm or whatever. Yeah, know. yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't I... fucking matter. Honestly, yeah. I just want, I need I need another game that I'm I need another well, multiplayer so game that I'm gonna he, play a lot. Here, here's where I'm at, Todd, with this, because I not really I have kind of not really much interest in this at all. Maybe they'll show more at the Xbox conference, and maybe it'll ch- change my tune. No, go ahead. Sorry. Well, how do you how do you feel about this? Where it's Don't care. what? Oh, you guys no no single player campaign. Or... Well, so it it, it is that, There's but it's also. Camp- They've never been good. So wait, that. wasn't the, wasn't the one for Battlefield One really good? Didn't people love that one? Because you played like separate okay. stories for like different yeah, parts. What, I, I played like three of them. I was like, I cool, that loved, one was I, th- okay. I thought people loved that. I thought it was like critically received well. But I think, th- but those stories are better because they're based on older wars. Where like they're gonna throw some futuristic shit in there, and you're gonna be like, man, what am I watching? Just give me yeah. some fucking multiplayer. You know. Well, like- so so my point is this: is seventy dollar game just from multiplayer? You have you know, Call of Duty's Warzone is free. Obviously, you got games like Apex and just, Fortnite. Just Warzone, though. Just Warzone is free. Yeah, like, but like, it. I would argue that. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but like, I think that the the player 
count and player base is probably oh. primarily Warzone. Yeah, because what's it called? Uh, BRs is still the yeah. big thing, which I don't even so, understand. So, like, you know, do you think that, you know, for, and maybe not for us because we're a little bit different, but, like, you know, we, we pl- buy and play a lot of dumb shit and we spend our money like idiots and we buy a lot of everything. But do you think that, like, 70 bucks for just multiplayer is, is worth it? I mean, you look at Halo Infinite coming out later this year. The multiplayer is free. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, do you think they're making the mistake of going this nope. like no single player, only multiplayer, seventy bucks? Let's no. go. Because the people who are buying battlefields for single player, a are fucking weird to me. I'm sorry, but like if you're not buying that for the, multiplayer, I feel like there's a lot of people that buy Call of Duty for the single player, and they were like, mad that listen, wasn't I, I one of the Call more Duty, recent Call of Duties no single player. Weren't people pissed you know, about they, it? I think they've all pretty much had it, but I've I've I buy pretty much every Call of Duty. And I don't really give a shit about the multi- at the single player, but I've ended up playing like the last like seven Call of Duty multiplayers, and I've actually really enjoyed them for what they are. But yeah. like, and I've played some of the Battlefield stuff too. I mean, give me Bad Company two, Bad Company one. Those single player fucking campaigns were great, and the multiplayer was just as good. But but here's my thing with Battlefield: the last couple big releases, the last like most like up, I think it was the it launched with the last the Xbox One. It was maybe Battlefield Four. It was like like more modern day. It wasn't like futuristic shit. But that game launched with so many fucking bugs. It was a fucking disaster. It took like four months to get that game intact. Like you know. So yeah. I, honestly, I love the fact that they're only focusing on multiplayer. I will give them a hundred dollars because I mean, if you look at my list of games that I play, my it's all multiplayer games. Like look at Overwatch. I paid sixty dollars for that game. No fucking multiplayer. I've got like about no single player. Three... But hold on, I want uh, yeah, I want to yeah. I want to strike from the record real quick. Don't let EA hear you say you'll pay hundred dollars gladly for a fucking right one multiplayer mode because they will fucking Listen, and 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 I love. I, I've been playing like ninety percent single player games for like the last like eight months. So like actually probably like the last year and a half, I've gone way more single player than multiplayer. But when I get a multiplayer game that I like. I usually dump like a couple hundred hours into that. That's yeah. way that's worth way more than any like yeah. like Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank is cool as fuck I'm, right now. But I'm talking and, and, I'm talking and about that game's like not worth seventy dollars. Yeah, but I'm talking about remove yourself from from this thing and just look at like the general gaming public and it like do you think that a lot of people are gonna be happy about spending seventy dollars on a game that is just a multiplayer suite? When no, there are because, games like Apex and Warzone and Fortnite that are free, yeah, those are all BRs though. This is different. Like, but but like, I mean, is it different? It like yes, Call of Duty. Uh, yes, well, Call of Duty is the is the is Battle, the equivalent. Call of Duty and all these games are nothing like Battlefield. Like, there's no other game where you have like seventy or eighty people playing and fighting at the same time. Yeah, it just but doesn't like, and that's, is like that, that's but is that what people want? Yes, that's. The I don't know if it is. Game. Like, like when I bought, if that's um, what people wanted. More games would be doing big battlefield games and not battle royales. I don't know though. Like, what call? I I don't think Call of Duty could handle it personally because they've never gone anywhere different than like their five v five, like which is fucking mind blowing. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, I just think that it's a very they, risky move. Like, it's crazy to me that Call of Duty has never really made multiplayer that they could yeah. do more than five people. I I think that this is a potential misstep for EA. And for Battlefield, especially because Battlefield last few releases have been very rocky and haven't I stayed, like them too, had but... good staying power, and they kind of fell out of the conversation. But I, I, I don't even think they put it a Battlefield, huh? 
people have been clamoring for like more modern day battlefields. We've gotten like, yeah, like but you say and, this and, like, in like but when's the last time we've got the last one we got was for the launch of Xbox One. So I don't know how long it's been since then, but that's a real fucking long time. So people are definitely ready for this game because you say I mean, this you, you I'm the say guy this wanted, though i wanted the world war ii games and everything i love those games those battlefield games so those are great to me but like but you say these things and then like you look at like you see the audience clamoring for call of duty to go back to world at war time you know it's, what I going, mean? Like, it's going back it's, it's going back to world war ii i game. i think that there's obviously an audience for all different you know styles of, of, of these types of games in different settings i guess different set pieces but I think the the thing to look at here is I just think in general the I I think the the value proposition to a lot of people at this point is I can play a good fun multiplayer oh. shooter for free cross platform with Yo, all my you can friends. only play one mode though you can only like warzone gets fucking old man all those games like I, I know like a lot of streamers live and die by these games yeah, but i mean like, but it, like, but, like it, it, it might get, get old, old. It, it might like, get my old friends, for like, you my friends that's on xbox no one plays warzone if i and i play like when i was jumping on i'm like the only person that was jumping on it like yeah, a couple but months I don't ago. like call of duty yeah but like warzone's warzone it's like you don't have to like call of duty like yeah warzone. but warzone's like I, I love fortnite and i still jump on to that from time to time and i would play yeah. apex if i knew more people that played apex so i like the gunplay in apex apex yeah. um i just think that the way that the that the multiplayer shooter landscape is right now where there seems to be a big part of that g- gaming audience mind share is the free shooter but I, but I think br has been like beaten to the ground i okay. don't think br is going to keep on having up let me momentum. finish my goddamn statement because no, i'm not, I'm not talking about fine. brs i'm talking about price point i'm saying but that's why they're but, they're, but the, the only things that are free are brs brs are the only things that are better what free. i'm trying to say is i think this is a potential misstep for ea because i think that they could make this same game that they're making and make it a free-to-play game because here's the th- reality is this same Battlefield game that's going to come out in the fall or whatever for $70 is probably going to have seasons that you pay for and battle passes that you pay for. That's not what the normal situation is for these games. And yes, I understand it's different modes and stuff, but you can clearly see that the free-to-play model works and is profitable. So I think that they should have made this potentially a free-to-play game or maybe 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 this is going to be a game pass game so it'll be free on game pass there's already big rumors about that already yeah so maybe it'll be you know maybe there'll be a portion of the audience that can you know quote unquote play it for free and then the other platforms are paying for it i just think that we're in this space where if I'm go again, I'm not talking about me and you, Todd. I'm talking about the general gaming no, but public. I, but like, I don't think everyone. I like listen. I know BR is a but BR is the only thing that are free right now. There's nothing else out there okay, that's really. But, free. but what I'm saying is, if I'm Battlefield think... and I am not the leader, I am behind every year to Call of Duty when I come out with a new yeah. game. They, they, How they do I get? It'll never change. It's it, never changed. It, it, but it literally could have changed if they put this game out for free and then you pay for it through battle passes and season passes because if. If you don't do that, 
the people that buy Call of Duty every year are going to still buy Call of Duty every year if that's yeah, what they course. buy. I mean, but I think they know that. I mean, it's it's it, like we've seen the numbers for Call how of Duty. Do you year. Turn, yeah. How do you turn that audience away? Literally, EA is the fucking publisher for I mean, Apex. They see the numbers. They see that it works. Oh, 100%. But like every Call of Duty... You know, like there's no, like every battlefield that comes out there's destructible environments like call of duty is like oh cool you can't even shoot through a fucking wall it's the same yes, fucking shit well, all i'm like, saying like, is if they made the game free to play they could expand that audience tenfold but and why make their money because they can make their money arguably more money multiplayer game puts out free like strictly like not br there's no other game that's like multiplayer that puts their game out what free. i'm halo is doing it this fall yeah, Halo's multi have a BR. Too. It's not going to have a BR. Guarantee we'll have a BR. Guarantee we, we. I guarantee we'll hear about the BR on E3. I guarantee it. Even if it does have a BR, which I don't think it's going to, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. going to have a Warzone so, mode, which is which is Warzone their version. Yeah, no, it's thing, in Halo no. Five. It's it's in Halo Five. It's not a BR. But, it's but dude, basically, gonna, catering, it's basically big team battle on, with with NPCs in it too. Listen, whatever Halo does. You said about Battlefield, Halo needs to do the same thing to Call of Duty. You don't think they're coming out with a BR? You're, you're already, like, there's no way they're, they're gonna, like, come I out with that. I want them to come out with a BR. I want that. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna do that. I hope they don't. Anyways, it, th that's the, th what you're saying is the irrelevant point. What I'm saying is Halo is making a seven or whatever, 60 or $70 single player game and a free multiplayer game. Battlefield. And I've always paid for the multiplayer for Halo, never the single player. Great. Like, and now it's going to be free. So they're going to expand the audience tenfold. There's no reason why Battlefield couldn't have just made Battlefield, whatever this game is called, 2042, a free game where you pay for it through battle passes and DLC or whatever the fuck you want to do. Fortnite. But, anyway, is it, but isn't every game on Xbox free at this point? Like, I mean, doesn't everyone have Game Pass? No. <laughs> no, I mean... If yeah. Game if if there were if if Game Pass and Xbox consoles was a one to one thing, Microsoft probably wouldn't be as generous with Game Pass over the last few years as they have been with what they acquire and what they do. Or maybe they would because they'd have even more fucking money. Uh, but all I'm saying is, I think it's potentially a misstep. I think that given this is going to be a multiplayer only game they probably could have really fought up against Call of Duty, both Warzone and Call of Duty next game, whatever the fuck it's you called. Don't, you don't have to pay for that stuff in Call of Duty either. Like, I can just, like, rank up and, like, still do my... I'm if, talking... If, like, if I'm... Yes, there are plenty of people that play Fortnite and Apex and don't spend any money on it, and that's fine too. But the amount of people that do spend money on it clearly outweighs the people that don't. But, but I view Battlefield as a niche game. I don't think it's a mainstream game. It's never been a mainstream game ever. So I don't think they're ever going to get that audience, even if they went free to play, because people are going to drop out of that. They're going to be like, this is way too cool. I'm, I'm running across the map. Where is everyone? You know, like, it's not a game that's like Call of Duty where you jump in and it's like 5v5, boom, here you go. You're killing people right away. It's a very, it's a very unforgiving game for people who have only played Call of Duty. And I don't think they're ever going to jump over to the battlefield scene. They might like this. People like me who like both, but like, yeah, yeah. But I, I think if you have a game that's free, it automatically allows everyone to try it. And there are going to be people who have never played it, and then they try it and go, "Oh, you know what? I actually do like this." Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that yeah. I think that they're making a multiplayer only game. Their, you know, you know, direct competition is 
probably a should Call I, of Duty should game. Should I not have played paid for chivalry, chivalry then? Like you know, like because they, I mean, they're a solely multiplayer game. I mean, I, I feel like that game's still gonna do fine, though. You know, I feel like there's gonna, be, I feel like there's already a lot of like underground hype about that game. I'm specifically talking about a military shooter when there is the free option of Warzone that exists. And if you want other modes, I think if you're downloading and playing Warzone and you want more of that, you're going to be very likely to just buy Call of Duty instead of buying Battlefield ever. Where if Battlefield is not going to have a single-player campaign and they're just going to focus on building a multiplayer game and community... But here's another thing. Like everyone talks about all these special moments in Call of Duty campaigns. I would love someone to tell me a special moment in any Battlefield campaign. They can't because they've never made a good campaign. I'm I'm not so, I'm not saying I don't I literally no, don't I care. I, I don't have a horse in this race. I don't care about Battlefield I, or Call of Duty. I think military like, shooters are garbage. Yeah. No, I get it. But like you know yeah, I, I just I, don't care about them. Give me SOCOM, yeah. I'll pay for that. Yeah, uh, but I, I I just think that like Battlefield has had a rough couple of games where they just didn't do well. Like I don't know, like I I, I don't know what the last couple of Call of Duty games would have done, but I'm pretty sure Battlefield V or Five, whatever it was called, didn't do well. And I think yeah, Battlefield One didn't also do, didn't do well. They didn't do VR. They didn't do the battle royales. That 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 was a huge because like that was when it was taking off. Call of Duty made it like. It was already getting big from Fortnite and everything else and PUBG, but PUBG was a shit show. But Call of, when Call of Duty and, like released that Warzone map, they, like the original one from the one that me and you played quite mm-hmm. a bit, and that that was the one that fucking like oh everyone's on it now, you know. And they just never they never did anything with that. They did the two World War the World War One and World War Two games, and then they never brought anything different to the multiplayer aspect ba- of things. Battlefield put out a battle royale. Yeah, I know, but no one played it. Like, cause I remember exactly. when they launched it, and I was like, "Yeah, everyone's it just because it's already like, a, like you're already running around a giant map, like fighting people." You know, it's I don't think it works in that game. All I'm saying is, I think that I don't see what Battlefield is going to do so differently this time around that they're going to eat into the mindshare of people that are already playing Call of Duty or other free games or other paid games because they already don't sell that well from what I understand. So like if they're already not overperforming games going up against a genre that is very stacked against them. What you know do what the biggest thing like to, on the internet yesterday was to get an when edge. they announced it was what? the fucking pilot jumping out of the rocket and everyone was freaking out. Like that was like, like across the board. Everyone Never was even, I don't even know what that. you're talking about. I literally don't even know what oh, you're talking about. So it was, it was in the Battlefield t- trailer, but like they did like a CGI thing of like a guy in a F-15 or whatever jumps out, takes his rocket launcher while he's in the air, shoots it, hangs on the side. And that's like a huge known thing in Battlefield. And everyone's like, Call of Duty's, de-, you know, like obviously Call of Duty's not dead, but I literally you know, like, don't know like, what you're talking about. Like, I, oh, I, don't, really? I like nothing. I don't know about what you're saying. I don't know about this oh, being so a huge thing in Battlefield. We I don't know anything. Right Mike, you so have to take that fucking filter off because it's freaking me out. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't even know what kind of faces you're making at this point. No, so if me and you play Battlefield and I'm in a, a, a fighter jet, I launch myself into the sky, I release myself out of the fighter jet, I took out my rocket while I'm floating in the air, shot another fighter jet that's coming at me, jumped back into the rocket and took off. It's like a well-known thing from from uh, Battlefield that people used to do back in the day. I'll take your word for it. Mike, do you have, <laughs> do you have, do you have any idea what we're talking about right now? No. Nah, I, I tuned you guys out a while ago. What do, you think, what do you think we're talking about right now? I heard Fortnite. Battlefield and 
in battle royales, but I don't know what the actual conversation's about. Like I, I know those two things are involved, but uh, hey, donkey. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what, what the argument is. It seems like I think, it's, it's, I think it's the typical sort of thing where no, like, I don't think it's, you two I think it's are like no, I think pay for it or don't pay for it basically and, i like, think it's a typical it argument that you guys have where brennan has a point and then todd is also talking about a thing that's like like in parallel with the point that brennan is making but because it never intersects you guys keep talking about two <laughs> almost different things for an extended period of time and then like brennan's trying to get you to understand what he's saying and you're trying to do the same thing i think i don't know someone would have to play back and Play back for me. It's fine. All, all <laughs> my whole point of it is, I just think that Battlefield never performs well, and it's going up against stiff competition. So I don't know what they're going to do to switch things up. To that's what I'm saying. I, I think they know that though, and I think like a, a small victory for them coming out right now would be like big for them. Like, not like I don't think they're trying to. I don't think they are trying to go against Call of Duty. Yes, that's their competition, but I think they know what Call of Duty is at this point. Call of Duty is like I don't know what. I don't know what you're on. I don't like. I don't understand. You you don't think that they're coming out trying to like put out a fucking blockbuster because they one no, million percent of, are a hundred percent of course, but they've never surpassed Call of Duty ever. So like, I mean, I don't know about going... ever. I think back in the day, Battlefield had a pretty vibrant like player base and people that cared it about did, those games. It never came close to Call of Duty. It, like, I think there was a point in time where probably Call of Duty and Battlefield were either evenly matched up or Battlefield was probably the one ahead, but there was a point in time probably around when the first Modern Warfare game came out that all of a sudden Call of Duty became what it is now where it's like the best-selling yeah. game every year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, uh I but I I think realistically you have to look at it like I mean if we were in the role of someone at Battlefield, we know that like who do we go after? Call of Duty. How, you know, we've been we've been absent for fucking years. My, How do we go after these guys? My my point here, my major point is there's no campaign. There's no single player, which whatever, maybe that's a good thing, bad thing, who cares? But if there's no uh single player, that means that the multiplayer suite has to be so good, so robust that it yep. has to not only get people to spend 70 bucks on it, but it has to be something that stacked up against what else is out there and available justifies you spending 70 bucks on it. That's why I think like just given the landscape where there are a lot of free to play options, EA is the publisher of both of these games of both apex and, and fucking battlefield. They can see the fucking money. They can see the revenue that apex brings in. They can see what battlefield the last two games have brought in. I would probably go out and argue that Apex does better than both of those previous Battlefield games. I honestly think that's why they're they're not doing single player though, because I think they know how important. Which is fine, like, and I get that. Like, I think like, that is like, why. Like, like I said, like they've had some really shaky launches for their multiplayer, like really bad, like yeah, almost basically like Rainbow Six Siege when it first launched, kind of mm -hmm. launches, like where we couldn't play. For, we'd be like sitting like there for forty five minutes, and then finally we get into a match, and then we'd get kicked out. You know, with shit like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I when I hear that they're not doing a single player campaign like Battlefield, I'm like, fuck yes, make this multiplayer the greatest fucking thing ever. Like, please, finally, someone's just fucking focusing on the only thing I care about in the game. And like these campaigns from these like Call of Duty and like Battlefield, they're like six hours long yeah, not even I don't, I don't they're know. like tiny they're Mike, super tiny what are you keeping in your back pocket 
Uh, it doesn't matter because it it will it will only come into play the next time this all happens. What what part? This does not make sense. I'm confused. Don't even worry about it. That's why it's my back pocket. I'm not I gonna guess. play it now. I I, I, I guess. I I wanted to save this little tidbit uh, for Dom to actually be here because you know he's the Star Wars guy from what I understand. Uh, but. <laughs> I, I learned this little... I want to just get off of the topic we were on and wrap this podcast up. Oh, uh, one other thing. Go ahead. No, I'm just yeah, I thought, I thought fucking that's what I fucking <laughs> thought. Um, did you know that there is an in-universe genre of music that the Cantina band plays? <laughs> you know, do you know what that genre of music is called in Star Wars, Mike? No. Want to take a guess? Um, Space Jam. No. Todd, any ideas? No, no. I'm like, I'm trying to think of something, but I could definitely not. I really, I really, really want to know if Dom knows what this is. So, Dom, if you're listening. I was like, he's still here? Before I say what the answer is, fucking mute, mute us right now. But, Mike, the, the answer to what that is. And this came up like organically in a conversation I was having earlier. Uh, the the genre of music is oh called, yeah, I just said <laughs> he typed it in. It's called jizz. <laughs> Ooh, I was like I was like I, I, I thought I did something wrong. I'm like wait, what? I'm on my like work <laughs> iPad right now, and I'm like wait, what? I was like, that yeah, can't be right. I was like I was losing my fucking mind that it was called jizz. A brief history of Star Wars and jizz, Buzzfeed. <laughs> Uh, Time so, yeah. for some smooth jizz. Uh, there's like there's like jizz box players. There's like a whole there's a lot of information on That's jizz amazing. in the Star Wars universe, and I was uh, yeah. I was J- in... J- uh, so the top thing that comes up is jizz. Wikipedia fandom. <laughs> <laughs> You've never yeah, heard like, of Wikipedia? Yeah, I mean, I no. have. it's like the Wikipedia for fucking yeah, of course, for Star Wars. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I th- that was dying over that. Like the fact Amazing. that that's a real thing uh, is kind of funny to me because I'm a child, and <laughs> and someone saying jizz is funny to me. Um, before we wrap things up, again, it, it's not. I don't want to have a. I didn't want to have a full discussion about this today, simply because E3 is kind of ongoing, and you know, by the time people listen to this, it'll probably already have happened, and our th- stupid thoughts will be irrelevant uh, in that regard. But with the events about to unfold for especially like the bigger ones like Xbox uh, and Nintendo, do either of you have something you hope we see this week? Todd shaking his head. What about you, Mike? You got anything you hope you see at Xbox, Nintendo, or elsewhere? Uh, what yes. Will be, what, oh, go ahead. Hit me with it. Well, what, what, go ahead and ask your question. I was I... just going to say, what would be the get hype moment for you, Mike? Like, what would be the thing that, like, makes you fucking slap your headset off the ground and fucking spill a Diet Coke into your laptop? Oh, boy. I know that's a reference to something, but, like, the idea that I would have a Diet Coke of all things is, like, <laughs> I don't know, baffling to me. Um, so, what would get me hyped personally is in, in, you know, PC gamers have been waiting for the sequel for fucking years now, but it would be super hype 
if we got Solitaire 2, baby! <laughs> get new well, face cards, get new new backs. It, when, yeah, you, yeah. when you win, the, the cards will do a different kind of like... I like it. Would this be a PC only, or would it be on consoles too? That would be the best part. You'll be like, oh yeah, it's going to be part of, it'll be PC. And then it'll say also coming to switch later this year. And we'll all be like, what? <laughs> you think the switch port oh would God. also, you think the switch port would also have solitaire one or no, this is just a solitaire two release. Um, that would be a pipe dream, but like, don't get me wrong. I'd be hyped if it happened. What it like if they did like a limited run physical release, like you mm-hmm. think we get both on one cart because like double games on one cart is, is big for a lot of collectors. But like sometimes it'll be like, oh, you get the solitaire two on cart and then you get a download code for solitaire one. I think they would both be on cart. I think. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. What What would you want in a special edition for limit limited run? Like, what would you want? Um, a deck of cards. Okay. All right. Would you? Yeah. Would... Solitaire. Solitaire crossplay. You You got to have crossplay. <laughs> the, the famously single player card game will have crossplay. What about uh, Game Pass? You think it's Game Pass Day One? Um. Yeah, yes. Hundred percent. It should be. Yeah, yes. I guess it would be. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. PC only Game Pass, though. I don't know if it's going to be on Xbox. I think it's going to be PC only. Wait, so you think it's coming to PC and Switch, but not on Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> it's on Game Pass, uh, PC only. What about Solitaire VR, Mike? Are we going to get the Oculus VR mm-hmm. version? That, I don't see that happening for years. I don't know if the what technology's about, there. What about Minesweep VR? Minesweeper VR would be sick. Minesweeper VR would be fucking scary. It really, yeah, right, I was going to say, it would probably be scary. You're standing there, it's like, all right, uh, five, boom. Five, yeah. Whoa, what about Minesweeper VR BR? Yo. So we're whoa. all just on a big fucking gray sand big, map. Big, big Honestly, red, what about, big, you know, you know what would be a, a steal for fucking VR is Bomberman VR. I feel like, like, you know, get like four p- player games of you know, that would being be in the so bomb. claustrophobic. I would have a fucking hard time oh, really? with that. Oh my god! Because if you're just in like narrow head. hallways and you can't see anything, and you're just like peek around, like is there a fucking bomb over there? Like <laughs> yeah, no, I I would fucking lose my fucking mind in that. Um, do you have a, a real a real thing, Mike? A real deal, no, Holyfield? Not not a not a goddamn thing. No, we're obviously god gonna at least get one Smash character, Mike. Do you uh-huh. have who you would want to see be that reveal? Uh, I think you can do both if you want. If they're different, I like, honestly think I, Cra- Crash, Crash is going to be one of the last two. I, I really think do. So, but I mean, some people I would think, be happy. I would. I be think whatever. still, in terms of just like fulfilling some sort of weird early two thousands fantasy of my from myself of like what a Smash game would entail in terms of third party characters, I w- it would be Crash is who I would want. I have no love for Crash as a series because I don't have any nostalgia yeah, for it other than like just knowing it as the mascot for the console that I don't own. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that would be the case because... I this, feel like his moveset would be really good. In, his moveset would probably be really too. good. But in terms of just like how this whole uh, pass has gone so far, I, I couldn't tell you. It could be whatever. You guys saying that his moveset would be card really good. From, it could be the card from Solitaire. Who knows? You're an idiot. I, you, you, saying, you both saying that Crash's moveset would be really good. I foresee Crash's moveset being 
much like Sonic's, where everything is a fucking twirly move and they all look the same. Yeah, but you he's never not know what's going like on. Fast. He's not like like crazy fast like Sonic, so I feel like it wouldn't be as drastic. He'd have like the the Luigi down B where you spin around and fucking annoy people all. Yeah, that would be all of his moves, and he would just go, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> that's what he does." Oh. Yeah, he would the, have his, his good, final smash with him getting the fucking mask on. Maybe another character would show up. Maybe his sister or whatever. Who, who, who's to say? Maybe Neo, Dr. Neo fucking Cortex shows up, shoots with a little blasty blast. Uh, what about you, Todd? What, what, what's the get hype moment for, for Xbox or Nintendo? Yeah, there's, there's really not much. I'm excited for Nintendo. I mean, for Xbox to have anything. And I know that there's going to be some, they're definitely saving something for E3. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I mean, you know. Do, do, do one of the potential leaks from E3 that has me very excited for Xbox yep. is Max Payne 4. No, oh. is obviously Halo Infinite is going to be a big focus of their E3 because that game is yeah, well, out I, in the I fall. Yeah, well, I figured that would be anyway. And like that's, I don't need that game. So like, well, I, I so, want, I want that game, but so I don't need supposedly it. it's at the end of Microsoft's presentation. Whether they're ending with Halo or starting with it, or it's in the middle. The end yeah. of their presentation is a look at the multiplayer and then them saying the beta is live now. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't I be mean, pumped. I'd be fucking going no, I mean, nuts I mean, at that. I mean, yeah, I mean, Listen, in, on, you're telling me on on Sunday, whenever Xbox wraps up, if they say go download fucking Halo Infinite multiplayer right yeah. now, you're not going to be that's going to be the thing you're doing. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you one answer on that. And I'm going to say, yes, it's going to be the first thing I do. And it's going to be the first thing that's going to disappoint me that night because no one's fucking playing it. If they do, if they announce that, that's going to spread like wildfire. There's no way like it's going to be fucking crashing. And like, here's, here's where everyone, here's what I think the plan is. This is not part of the leak that I read, but this is what I think they will do. Yes. When Halo Infinite drops off, it's going to be a free to play multiplayer game, but I guarantee you. If this beta thing is real, it's for Game Pass subscribers, the multiplayer beta is live today. You know how many extra Game Pass subscriptions are going to pop off at least for a month? Yeah, so just I for that? think it's going to be a sleep show. So I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, I, it's their biggest game. It's their biggest game to come out in the last fucking decade. It's going to oh, be Halo ready. Halo is Halo is the biggest game of Xbox, and they fucking haven't gotten it right for a long time. So I I, I definitely can't get excited over anything until i see it see. for myself so what is going to be the get hype thing for you uh breath of the wild 2 and a new switch that's that's my that's all i want you think that's we're gonna get both of those i don't think we're gonna get no i don't think we're, i don't think we're gonna get breath of the wild 2 to be honest with you i, I think we're gonna get like a new switch and oh i, think I, don't think wild... get, I don't think we're getting a new console at all i think we're definitely yeah. getting a breath of the wild trailer we'll get a trailer but i don't think it's gonna come out and like i think it's still gonna be like another fucking full year or something you know like it's gonna it's be March. like uh it's gonna be like it's Elden ring well, I feel like the, I honestly wouldn't doubt them releasing a new con, like the upgraded console with that. The oh, same way they, they did if, listen, if my 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 thought process is if there is a new switch that is going to be announced anytime soon and come out anytime soon, it is coming out either with Zelda or it's coming out when that new Pokemon game comes out in January like that. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's the open world. Pokemon open world game, one, right? yeah. It's yeah. It, if there's a new switch that is happening, it is coming out day and date with one of those games. That's my that's my take. I don't yeah. think we're seeing this console if it exists though at E3 because 
Yeah. We've been hearing about it for so long at this I point. Know, that just, but like, but Nintendo's uh, tweet about their E3 presentation says a presentation on focusing on games coming out in the near future or games mostly coming out in 2021 is what is what their tweet says. I mean, what what do we expect? I mean, we already know is golf this week this month or uh, golf is this month, I believe. I think it's the end of this month. Nice. Um, oh, fuck yeah, that's gonna be huge. I mean, we we still don't really know what Nintendo has coming the rest of the year. I mean, we obviously don't know what has, no more, has no coming. No more either. heroes, you know. Like, yeah, yeah no we, have, we have no, yeah. We have I mean, no clue about Microsoft. Microsoft, I think, is not going to have a lot of extra coming out this year games, but I think they are going to have some some nice little treats for us. What's on, what's that on that top down shooter that they have coming out um, that a lot of people have talked about? It's a Microsoft exclusive. It's like a top down like Smash TV kind of looking game, but. Um, and it's a Microsoft exclusive. I don't remember. Yeah, that. it's uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I, I don't know. If, I, I'm hoping that comes out this year because I feel like people have been kind of talking about that and yeah. raving about it. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, I'm excited. I am very excited for both Halo. Um, for both uh, Microsoft if, and if Nintendo. Microsoft was smart, they would just keep, let me be able to play fucking Max Payne three. You know, like because that's I, I, I'm a simple. A that's a Rockstar thing, man. not an Xbox thing. It's fucking wild though that like I can't play this game unless I break out an Xbox 360. We skipped a whole generation where I still can't go back and play this game. I have they, to have Microsoft my will to gladly put it backwards compatible. Rockstar just needs oh, to I'm give sure the they okay. Will. They just need to give the okay. It's wild to me. They, uh, either they have some kind of big. Do they have anything for E3? Who Rockstar? Rockstar. Uh, not that I've seen. I know that there's been a rumor of a bully remaster for a while, or a bully sequel. One, maybe both. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, don't care about some that. people love that love that game. I played I never, the first. I one. never played it. It's fine. It's fine. It's... Um, but I I think I think I think Nintendo and Microsoft are going to have very good presentations, and I'm very excited for those. Yeah, at this point, I don't think PlayStation's had a really great year so far. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, what do they have to show at this point for this year? There's Ooh, really play, like nothing. PlayStation. Yeah. Well, they're not at E3. Oh, they're not. It's okay. So they're not even there. So. They'll probably yeah, have there's... a. They'll probably have some sort of state of play in the next couple of weeks, but they're not, yeah. you know, quote unquote, part of E3. Yeah, um, they, and they don't. They don't need to fucking push anything because you can't even get their fucking consoles still. So it's like, yeah, just like keep keep on doing what I they're mean, you doing. You still can't get an Xbox, so. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I this is running long now, and it, I did not want it to go this long. But yeah, yeah so that's. I don't know. Late. Late. Midnight? Are you fucking kidding me? It's not midnight. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, I'm very very excited for what what we have in store coming this week for for E3 stuff. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this week's episode, episode 262 of the Past Controller Podcast. As always, uh, you can find all of our stuff at pastcontroller.io on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv/pastcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. Uh, you can go to uh, past controller. I don't. I literally do not understand anything that I'm saying right now. You can always support the show the freest way, the easiest way by sharing us on social media, uh, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts wherever reviews are able to be left for podcasts, and uh, you know, let people know about us. If you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can go to pastcontroller.patreon. Nope, not a thing. Passcontroller.threadless.com and getting some sick, sick swag or going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron or subscribing to the Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. 
if you want to keep in touch with us in our community, you can join our Discord server, and you can find me at bgroom. You can find Mike at underscore mycopath. You can find Todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature. And again, if you are watching us live right now or you're seeing this sometime during Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, the 12th, I'll be streaming for 12 hours, potentially longer, uh, to raise money for MG. So make sure to tune into us there and donate if you can, if not sharing that as well so people can tune in and donate. But uh, yeah, that'll just about do it for this episode, episode 262 of the Pass Controller Podcast. Um, yeah, be good to one another. Um...